are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Wednesday edition of the show. I'm going to talk about last night's episode in Spain. We're going to talk about the freakout factor that's happening now online because what I predicted happened will exactly that happened last night. A little bit more on the Maria stuff. And just want to make a clarification on the Maria Sydney beef. We're going to also talk about Becca Kufrin said something interesting on an Instagram live Instagram stories recently that I want to go over. And we're also going to talk about Vanderpump rules. Episode three, episode four last night. Can't remember which one. I think it's three. We're going to talk about that since it had one major theme about it. We'll get to all that momentarily. So I wanted to come out right off the bat. And say, yesterday, I just did not have a recap of Monday's episode because I woke up yesterday and I just felt, I don't even know how the word to describe it, wonky. <laughs> I just, I wasn't sick. I didn't have a sore throat. I wasn't coughing. I wasn't sneezing. I didn't have a fever. I just woke up and felt blah, just literally blah. My stomach hurt a little bit, but that inevitably turned into nothing. Like, I wasn't sick at any point during the day. I don't know what it was. But I woke up yesterday, and I just didn't feel it. I just was like, I can't bring myself to write. I don't feel well. But I don't know what it was. So after I you know, posted the podcasts yesterday, I just went back to bed. So apologize for that. In a couple hours from now, you're going to get my thoughts on episode four and five. And you're also going to get my reader emails for the week. So... Basically, I just moved yesterday's column into today's column, and we have an episode to recap from last night. Now, when I sat down and watched last night's episode, man, <laughs> I, I don't, you know what I say about this show. It's literally the same thing every season, just with different people. You know, this season is no different than charity season, except there's one carryover, Joey, and Charity season was no different than the season before it. And the only carryover was charity. Like, you know, it's, I say it all the time. It's the same thing. And I I, I don't want to say that none of the dates were any good or whatever, but man, these two episodes back to back, the last two nights, Monday and Tuesday, did absolutely nothing for me. I They were just, they weren't terrible. They were just there. <laughs> like, nothing happened in either of these episodes where I'm like, wow, look at that. That's something different. <laughs> it's just, all right, one on one day, group day, one on Monday. <laughs> like, and look, I'm very well aware about last night, and we'll get to that in a second. But I'm sorry. For me, whole lot of nothing. It really was. And it has nothing to do with the spoilers. It has nothing to do with, I already know what happens this season. I just, I just don't think it's, there's just nothing. I can't get fired up for this season. I do think Joey's a good bachelor. I think he's one of the better bachelors he's had in a while. I'm just saying nothing about these dates is, I just feel like we're, we're getting the same thing. And I'm not surprised because this is what the show is. This is what the show does. But you know, Everybody that has a one-on-one date has got a story that we hear during the nighttime portion. We heard 
Lexi's endometrius story. We've heard Daisley's cochlear implant story. Last night we heard about Kelsey's mother's death. Like it's just it's the same formula every season. And I'm not saying those are negative things. I'm just saying it's nothing new. And I'm just I'm bored. I'm bored by this show now. I guess I've been bored for a while because it's always been like this. But I don't know. And then obviously the Maria stuff and the and the drama there. Again, the drama, the new drama that popped up last night about Jess. And, oh, my God, you already had a rose. Why did you go talk to him? I mean, how many times have we seen that in 48 seasons? It's like, come on, people. You got to know. You got to know if a producer isn't letting you talk to Joey at a cocktail party, there's a reason for that. And Jess was saying, yes, I want to talk to him. I feel like, you know, I need to talk to him tonight. Well, why didn't she? I don't know the direct answer, but I'm guaranteeing it's because a producer kept putting her off and saying, no, you'll get your time. You'll get your time. you get your time. Oh, wait, here comes Jesse clinking on a glass. Sorry, time's up. That's nothing new. They do that every freaking season. And then that person, they and the reason they do that is to get the exact reaction we got. Jess was on the verge of tears. She finds out now that not only did she not get to talk to him, but a girl that she obviously dislikes, has who has a rose, did get to talk to him. So it's exactly what they do. Everyone says this show isn't scripted. No, it's not. They aren't handed a book and a script that says memorize these lines. But it's basically scripted, and you're put in positions by production, and production knows exactly what they're doing to get the exact reaction they want out of you. Could Jess's reaction been, damn it. Didn't get any time with him tonight. Man, I'm nervous for the rose ceremony. And just been that? Of course. But they're feeding her alcohol. They're telling her things. They're gassing her up. And then they're pulling the rug out from under her. That's what this show does. And then it turned into, Maria, you're a bitch. Like, they knew exactly what was coming when they weren't going to let Jess talk to Joey in the cocktail party. They knew it, and they executed it to perfection. Now, something I tweeted out, yesterday afternoon before the episode started a few hours before it started is I knew what was going to happen this episode. And that is because it was the first one-on-one for both Maria and Kelsey, people that don't want to believe the spoiler or don't want to believe they or don't want Daisy to win. And people that just want me to be wrong are going to gas up how great each date was. And oh my God, did you see the way he looked at her? Yeah, I also saw the way he looked at Daisy on their first date. I mean, you can, I think what I'm trying to say is anybody can create a narrative for whoever they want to win. And I say this every season. I can go on social media clues right now and gather up all the social media clues and make an excellent case that Joey picks Maria at the end of this thing. I can go on all the social media clues out there and put together an excellent case that Joey picks Rachel at the end of this thing. I can go out there and take all the social media clues and make an excellent case that Joey picks Kelsey at the end of this thing. And I can also go out there and take all the social media clues and make an excellent case that Joey picks Daisy at the end of this thing. You see what I mean? If you already have a narrative in your head of who you want to win... Anything you find online, you can make into, but what about this? What about this like? What about the sisters, brothers, cousins, uncles, aunts, niece that liked a photo of Joey and Kelsey together? Doesn't that mean that Joey and Kelsey end? 
I mean, look, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but I knew it was coming because this was the first time that Kelsey had a one-on-one and so did Rachel. So now the sentiment turns to, oh my gosh, what great dates. He must have picked one of them. And it happens every season. All I'm going to tell you is, I gave you the spoiler three months ago and I haven't wavered on it once. Period. End of story. And I think that's something that does get lost a lot of times when people are trying to dissect the winner post-show, post-filming, when they don't have any sort of sources or any sort of intel, is, yeah, all you have to go off of is social media. And like I just said, you can make a narrative for whoever you want. But the other thing is that you're forgetting is that in this situation, while it's airing, ever since mid-November, when Joey got engaged at the end of the show and nothing has changed since then, Ever since that happened, I mean, I think people are just forgetting that. I think people are saying, I think I think a lot of the social media clues that a lot of people are studying and sending to me would make so much sense if Joey hadn't made a decision in the finale and he was choosing right now and deciding as the show was airing, who am I going to be with? And, you know, doing a live after the final rose choice. That would make a lot of sense because then you could be like, huh, Joey's doing this. Kelsey's doing this. Daisy's doing this. Joey's doing this. Huh? It's really hard. We, it's hard to know. He's He must be seeing both of them, feeling them out, see who which one he wants. But that's not what happened. He got engaged three months ago. Nothing's changed. And I think people forget that. But when you don't have sources and you don't have intel, all you have to go off of is social media clues. And I can tell you to I'm blue in the face, and I tell you every season, social media clues don't mean a damn thing. Outside of something blatant, like Caitlin in bed with Sean Booth and accidentally Snapchatting it to the world. Yes, that was blatant. Yes, that obviously means something. But likes and follows and fucking Spotify playlists. I mean, good Lord. I I understand you want me to be wrong so badly. And I understand you want your person to win. And I understand your hatred for Daisy knows no boundaries. But good God, get over it. Because I will listen to a social media clue if it's 100% confirmation of something. Every social media clue that I'm being sent is a like or a follow or a song. It's like, and? What does that mean? Give me a Caitlin in bed with Sean. (laughs) That's a social media clue. Another one, Ari and Becca posting from the same exact happy couple backyard. That's a clue. That's a confirmation. Who else blew their season? Obviously, Nick Vial on the plane. That's confirmation. All these other stuff is just guessing and speculating. That's not confirmation. Social media clues is never 100% unless we're talking about the examples I just gave you. Ari and Becca clearly posted within 15 minutes of each other from the same backyard, even though Becca tried to label it somewhere in Florida. (laughs) I do remember that. That was funny. And then the other one obviously being Caitlin just out and out screwing up and meaning to send a picture to a producer, and she sent it to her whole Snapchat following. So, yeah, there's that. And I don't know if you remember this, but also on Andy's season, not only did the Nick Plain video, that was the full confirmation you needed. I don't know if you remember this, but... Back in that year, what year was Andy's season? I don't even remember what year that was. 15, 16, whatever it was. 
back in the day on Snapchat, I guess that was the early thing of Snapchat, when you, you could go to somebody's Snapchat page and see their top three. They're like top three favorites, who they had snapped the most. And it was right there on Andy's Snapchat. Her top Snapchat was Josh Murray. I can't remember what his screen name was, but it literally said, number one, like just say Josh Murray's screen name was, you know, uh, Georgia Bulldog 21, whatever. Yeah. It was like right there. So that was another blatant, yes, that is a social media clue that gives it away. Nothing on social media this season has given anything away because what you say can be for Rachel or can be for Kelsey. I can point you to something on social media that points to Daisy. So it can't be all three. He's not with all three. He's not with two of them. He's with one. He chose her back in November. I gave you it two weeks later. Nothing's changed since then. That's all I can tell you. Now, let's get to the misconception of Rachel, uh, Maria, Sydney, Leia, Jess. We're not necessarily Leia and Jess. Let's just talk about the Maria aspect of this. Because one of the arguments that I keep hearing is that, well, if Maria did say what Sydney was accusing her of, producers would air it. No, they wouldn't. Because what does production want most out of this show? Eyeballs. They want as many people talking and watching this show and talking about it as possible. If they just lay out there who was the quote-unquote winner between the Sydney and Maria feud and show you footage of what happened or who said what, then it's one-sided. Then there's nothing to talk about because you're going to be like, oh, well, shit, Sydney was right the whole time, or shit, Maria was right the whole time. Then there's nothing to discuss They love the banter that's going on now online. They absolutely thrive off it. You know why? Because they're making a television show. And what do television shows and television producers want? They don't want indifference. They don't want apathy. They want people to love the show, and they want people to hate the show. Because if you hate it, you'll hate watch. When they get in trouble is when nobody cares when it becomes indifference and apathy. And that's not what's happening here. But if they showed you something, footage, look, we already know in the past they've had footage that they chose not to show. Why? I don't know. That's the answer. And I don't know why they're choosing not to show edited footage that's apparently being left on the cutting room floor. Let's go back to Nick's season. There was absolutely 1,000% a very heated argument in Bimini between Rachel and Vanessa, was never shown. I reported it before the season even started. It was never shown. So this notion that, well, if Maria said it or, or Sydney said it, they'd absolutely show it. No, they wouldn't. They'd hold it back. They've done it in the past. Why would this time be any different? Now, the reasonings for why they would hold it back, that I don't know. I just know that they've, hold, they've held withheld footage in the past quite a few times. The Rachel-Vanessa fight is the one that comes to mind first for me. But it's absolutely happened other times. So let's just put that theory to rest that, well, if they had footage of Maria telling Leia to shut the fuck up, they would have aired it. Not necessarily. 
because now everybody's just debating which side they are on. Clearly, social media has proven they're on Maria's side because she's got 100,000 more followers than Sydney does. And Sydney is getting death threats on her phone. So, I mean, that's kind of the way it's going this season. I mean, that's how bad it's gotten. It is, it's kind of getting out of control. <laughs> but, you know, it sucks for Sydney. It sucks for anybody. Leia's now taken some. Jess has taken some after last night. You know, it, it, it's just everybody looks at, we're all watching, here's the crazy thing. We're all watching the same show. Somebody in Minnesota isn't getting a different version than I am. Somebody in Chicago isn't getting the isn't getting a different version than somebody in New York. We're all watching the same show, yet everybody is forming different opinions about who's in the right, who's in the wrong, who said what. And as I said yesterday, you don't know. You think you know based on what the episode is showing us and what the producers are choosing to air in the two hours every Monday night and then this past Tuesday night. But how many people have you seen online saying, guys, you have to take into consideration you don't you aren't seeing everything. And then there's the whole case of why are people getting so worked up? Why are people getting so mad at Sydney? You know, yeah, you might not like the way she acted on television. Maybe she could have handled herself differently. But does that mean you have to tell her to her face in a direct message? on her IG captions, tell her what you think of her. What does that do? What is, I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love to hear from somebody who left Sydney a message, a nasty one. I'd love to hear. What, what's the reasoning for it? Do you think that your message is going to hit Sydney and she's going to be like, damn, you know what? User 4876543, boy, they really made a great point. I'm going to listen to them. Like, shit, even if you had your real Instagram attached to it. What's what's the goal from someone who leaves a nasty message to a contestant? I, <laughs> for the life of me, I can't figure it out. Obviously, you know, you've heard the phrase hurt people, hurt people. And we all know that the people that are leaving these types of messages obviously are missing something severe in their life. Probably a hug or any sort of love from anybody. Because it takes a different type of person to bring that type of hate to somebody on a TV show that you don't even know. It's one thing if it happened in your personal life. Somebody did you wrong. Tom Sandoval did Ariana wrong by sleeping and carrying on an affair with her best friend. She has every right to bitch him out and call him names. But look at what you're doing, whoever is that is doing it. If you're not leaving messages and you're not leaving nasty messages or Instagramming people, then I'm not talking to you. But the people that do that, I don't know. I just, I don't really get it. I don't understand. (laughs) What's the end goal? I don't know. Speaking, well, we'll get to Vanderpump in a second. I want to point out one thing. Becca Kufrin and Thomas did a, uh, Q, uh, maybe it wasn't Instagram stories. It was Q, it was, oh yeah, it was. They were doing a Q&A, but they would verbally do their answers. And they told the story of basically why Becca broke up with Thomas. And Becca said, and I just found this interesting. It's not any shade towards Becca or whatever, but I just found it interesting because she said, I had to, you know, she basically said, I broke up with Thomas 
because before I ever went down to paradise, they knew I had to leave by June 24th because I had a trip with family in Minnesota. It's like, okay, totally understandable. There are people that negotiate things before they go down to paradise. Totally understandable. I get that. However, when she breaks up with him on TV and at no point during that breakup, and it was kind of out of the blue, remember, at no point during that breakup did she bring up the fact that, well, I kind of have to leave. I gotta, I'm going on vacation with my family on the 24th. Isn't it, isn't it basically just kind of lying to your audience? Like, nobody understood why Becca broke up with Thomas on the beach that, that season. We know the answer now. She said she had to leave. So it was basically just done for TV purposes. She agreed to go along with it. At no point did we see her say, Thomas, we're good. I just need to leave. I'll call you when I get back from my vacation. We're good. We're all cool. No, she had to break up with him. They both had to be in tears. It's like, this is what I mean. It's like you want to you want us to you know believe in your stories and you know, it's just there was nothing genuine and real about that particular moment. Now they're together, they have a child, it's great. But in the moment, she's playing for a TV show, you know? And I think people lose track of that. And for her to admit that now, it's just like, great, why didn't you tell him that at the time? Probably would have went a lot smoother. <laughs> but anyway, um, I want to wrap up with this. Vanderpump Rules episode last night. And uh, a lot of back and forth. Sheena's talk with Tom was frustrating because, and, and this is the theme of the episode, is that after everything that happened, we saw three episodes on a reunion show. We're three episodes into this season. The things that happened on social media while filming wasn't happening, mainly Tom being on special forces, Tom and his band performing and him inserting things in lyrics and stuff like that. And then we see the conversation with James at the party last week. And then we see his conversation with Sheena. It's like, he just, he doesn't get it. All these people have been asking for, and maybe Ariana will never forgive him, which I'm cool with. But all these people have been asking for is show some remorse, dude. Because even when you do apologize, you follow it up with a but. And that just kills your apology. And he just does it every single time. And it's never going to get better. And, and, he, you know, and then he makes himself the victim. And, oh, my God, he's just like, yeah, every time I do, every time I do say something and every time I do apologize, they're going to get mad at me. Is that a good Sandoval? <laughs> Actually, that's not, I mean, that's my Sandoval, but that's my impression of the guy on Instagram that I saw doing an impression of Sandoval. Who is it? I think it's called, um, oh, I sent it to somebody, and now I can't remember who. What's the name of that Instagram account? Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, it is, shit, I just saw it. Oh, here it is. Um. Oh, Fat Carrie Bradshaw. That's the Instagram account. <laughs> He's got to go. This this is um this is a clip Fat Carrie Bradshaw Instagram account. You're watching Tom Sandoval on Nick Vial's podcast. This is what is impression. 
think I can protect someone's heart? Fuck yeah, I can. This has all been like a learning experience for me. What have I learned? I've learned so much. What have I learned? Well, I've learned never to cheat on anybody again and get caught for it. For one thing, man. Yeah, obviously, if I could go back in time, I would have ended the relationship earlier. Like, probably five, six years ago. I'd wake up before her, and I'd go to bed after her, because... (laughs) So, yeah, that's a really good impression. So, my impression that I did just there was an impression of him doing Sandoval. But, yeah, that's, that's pretty nailed on. Bro. Man. I apologize and nobody cares. I just don't understand what this guy's deal is other than being, uh, you know, Sheena last night called him a narcissist and he's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) She's like, yeah, exactly. A narcissist can never acknowledge he's a narcissist. It's like just banging your head against a wall. But yeah, he doesn't get it at all. Just does not get it. And I know I have no deep, like, well-thought-out opinions on this because I've only watched six episodes of the whole franchise. But that guy's got some serious, serious issues. And I doesn't look like he's getting any better. And then I watched afterwards, uh, Crack Happens Live. That's the name of that show. And on Crack Happens Live, you had James Kennedy there. And... I've noticed for the first three weeks, they've always had one of the people on the Crack Happens Live has been someone from Vanderpump Rules. And all these polls where they ask him stuff about what could possibly, do you think Ariana could ever mend with Schwartz? And all this stuff. Well, the season's already been filmed. So everybody that's sitting in that seat knows exactly what's coming and they never want to spill anything. So that's the frustrating part is some of the questions they're directly asked are like, well, yeah, if you say that, though, you're giving away the rest of the season. So I guess we just have to wait. I just think it's dumb that they asked them that and put them in that situation. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review, but you got to hit play. It doesn't do me enough anymore to have it automatically download into your feed. you got to hit play. So if you miss a day, just go back and hit play as well. If you miss two days, hit play twice. I'd really appreciate it. Anyway, Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Your column giving you my thoughts on episodes four and five and your reader emails will be up in a couple of hours from now. So check that out. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.